What up? It's your boy, Denzel, back again with the white vans. Hey, so I just wanted to do a drop in before this episode started to let you guys know that uh, we're not doing voicemails this episode. So if you left a voicemail, I'm sorry, call it from the 540 or 504, one of those two. We'll be playing it on episode 104. It's mainly because I forgot to do an announcement to let people know that we'd be like filleting ourselves with your voicemails. If you want to leave a voicemail, Shoot us a call at 413-728-2431. That is 413-SAVAGE-1. Again, that number is 413-728-2431. And uh, if you'd rather just record an audio file and send it to us via email, you can. Ask rnh at gmail.com. You can shoot us uh, that information there, and we'd be happy to play it for uh, our second year anniversary. Lastly, uh, buy the pin, buy the pin, buy the pin, realnerdhours.bigcartel.com, buy the pin, 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 hold up, you know what it is, fuck flex, we in that BX, Bushido Brown. Yeah. Now listen! I got your ho-ho loony. Yeah. Now listen! That's called motherfucking bars, nigga! Fucking you know nothing about that! You know why? Cause you didn't buy the pin. Bow wow! Lil Yachty, you don't want nothing too! At Neither all. you niggas want nothing! Cause Hunter Thirst Helmsley. Just standing right there! Put him on the fucking camera! <laughs> Real Nerd Hours. Chat. Do you know what the fuck it is? I think I do. Holy shit. We made it, boys. It's episode 100. 100. We keep it 100. What up? Of your favorite fucking slice of life podcast. Yeah. Real Nerd Hours. Yeah. And we're back again with a very special episode. Very special episode 100 for you. Yeah. We're recording a little bit earlier than we normally do. No particular reason why. Yeah, we're just kind of here now. (laughs) (laughs) So this is we're bringing back uh, one of the crowd favorites today. Yeah, little little something that we cooked up for you. The cringe cup has returned. Part two, baby. Part two. Part two. Uh, Initially, the episode was going to be something else. But this is way better. Yeah. No, fuck that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We're going to get right into it. Yeah. This time on the Cringe Cup, we have very few returning guests or returning targets. Turns out a lot of new things annoy us. It's It's the last year and a half. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of new shits come up and other things that we just kind of forgot about before. Well, now we're here. It's here. It's live. It's it's ready. Okay, so the returning people, returning subjects, I should say, are armchair experts. Uh, it's been folded in from a few categories. Super fans yeah, folded yeah. in. Uh, edgelords. That's kind of, I guess, a blanket term. And... I guess hentai enthusiasts to a certain degree. Yeah, before it was specifically Loli, but now we're opening that up. So the new list is K-pop fans, pet parents, people who can't dress themselves, anti-fans, thought police, as in T-H-O-T police. That's right. Uh, That 
refers specifically to i don't know if you've noticed this online but there are weird incel dudes reporting sex workers to the irs who are selling access to their snapchats or instagrams or whatever yeah you know like oh we got private snapchats or you know private twitch session well that's not a thing but you know that they have premium access for like patreon or whatever and a lot of that stuff doesn't normally get reported or it's you know assumed to be untaxed so people are reporting them to the irs to like you know fuck with their money yeah which is fucking trash it's stupid for so many reasons but we'll get into that weird culture is so fucking weird fandom gatekeepers uh the misogynist ones yep casual game tryhards yep mobile game whales fun pyres fun pyres being vampires of fun not umpires of fun yes, yes uh people who manage to suck the fun out of everything for everybody else yeah and there, there's a lot of there are a lot of ways that can manifest itself and they all suck yeah yeah <laughs> they do uh next one is casual experts yeah that's to say the folks who don't know what they're talking about but present themselves as experts it's different from a know-it-all in that they're not like out here correcting people but it's people who are presenting themselves as experts but don't know shit on that subject. Yes. Fujoshi, meaning women who like boys who kiss boys. Yeah. They're really into that. Anti-politics crowd. These are the people who freak out when the slightest thing about politics comes up. Yeah. You know, like, oh, Star Wars is all being run by SJWs now. Yeah, that, like, that kind of crowd. There's a oh, the woman with the pink hair, Ugh, SJW. She has to be a feminist. Where does she get the dye? It's Star Wars. It's the future or the past or whatever. Uh, Twitch chat lingo enthusiasts. So this is these are people who say Omega lol outside. Yeah, like actually verbalize <laughs> Omega lol or poggers. Yeah, or whatever. Like in actual conversation, or say Kappa because they haven't learned how to be sarcastic. Oh, God <laughs> damn. <laughs> Uh, and Twitch chat itself. Yep, that's a separate thing. That yes. is just a different level of embarrassment. Japanophiles, people who wish they were Japanese. Yep. Rules lawyers, you know, you know those fucking people, God. the cops, the cops at any game. Lolitas, as in the women who dress up as gothic Lolita. Yeah. It's a style of clothing. Yeah. Uh, super fans. This is obvious. People who are just way too enthusiastic about things. Yeah, that's that's anything anything this includes bronies i fucking hate super fans but worse super cynics people who just don't like anything yeah these people exist and i was once one of them real (laughs) recognize real uh hentai enthusiasts kink soapboxers meaning people who like to express their kink uh way too open way too open yeah it's real weird uh, people who lie about how attractive Emma Watson is <laughs> making a comeback because you, you guys important. need to stop. It's, it's important. This is the thing that's plaguing the culture the most. Honestly. God damn. The, yeah. Yeah. The classic. Yeah. So here we are. First matchup is casual game tryhards versus fun pyres. So what's funny about these two coming up like right in the first round is that they're kind of similar but also kind of opposites yeah so when i say casual game tryhards what i mean by that is like the kind of person who will wear sunglasses at 
you know, a casual game of poker where you're not even betting with real money and they take it real seriously and, you know, they try and bully people out of the game. You know, whatever. Yeah. That kind of shit. Or, or like the people you queue with that are your friends in Overwatch and you got the one <laughs> friend who's just hyper competitive. Just way too into You're it. not even fucking in uh, what ranked. is it? You're not in ranked and the person is still freaking out. Like why? You, I need heals. I need. Why aren't you healing me? I'm the fucking tank. Yeah. Those people. Yeah. Yeah. Which then fun pyres, you could consider those people as fun pyres. Like, yes. Like they can suck the fun out of whatever you're doing, especially if they're like ruining your game for you when you're just having, trying to have a good time. But this is also a catch all with like Neil deGrasse Tyson. Uh, yeah. Just let people just enjoy their shit. Just, yeah. You know, it, it's okay for things to be stupid sometimes. It's yeah. all right. Or like, like fundamentalist Christians who are like, Oh, you can't do that. That's devil worship when you're just out having a beer. You know? Yeah. 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 Okay. So I'm going to give it to fun pyres. Yeah. I think because it's a more broad catch all, I think it just kind of trumps the yeah. casual game tryhards. But I will, I will definitely say the casual game tryhard really fucking upsets me. And it makes me not want to play. Why yeah. would I want to play with you? It I'm not going to play with you. It ruins things for everyone. And if you're tr- if you're out there trying that hard against someone who's not that into it, you're not even going to get that much enjoyment out of it. I don't even. Yeah, it, it's stupid. But Funpire still takes it. Yep. Uh, this next matchup is Twitch chat lingo enthusiasts versus anti fans. Yeah, we've talked about anti-fans before and those are the people that will like ritualistic ritualistically stalk a subject or a person just to talk shit on them uh momokun has quite a few anti-fans so if she yeah. does anything there are people there ready to jump on whatever she's doing and just hate on it yeah it's re- it's really a strange practice oh and it's so destructive of a behavior too like Having that mentality of I hate this thing so much that I'm going to go out of my way to to like spend time on this thing that I hate. It's really unhealthy yeah. mentally. Uh, there's a term that's come up for that recently or not super recently, but uh, you could say that that thing or person is living in your head rent free. Taking oh, up free headspace. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, so, I mean, that, get a fucking hobby. <laughs> seriously. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. How do you have that much time and energy to spend on something you hate that much? Yeah, dude. I don't know. I think being miserable is like, it's like a headspace that people come to enjoy and be comfortable in. It's, it's, it's wild. really fucking weird. It's wild. Twitch chat lingo enthusiast does not touch anti fans at all. I, yeah, but like, I do have to give a special shout out. If you use Twitch lingo in your workplace, don't do that. <laughs> fucking quit. Don't say poggers in real life, which is of course a, a slang version of pog champ. Yeah, which is the emote. In don't. Twitch chat. 
don't like it's oh, so God. weird it's so fucking weird i mean maybe we're just getting old no 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 how do you know it's not us how do you is it the no, kids or is that. it us the kids are oh, wrong no oh no the kids Chet. are wrong fuck that there's no chance that i will accept someone saying pepega to uh, to express that something is stupid oh god damn we're <sighs> we're losing we're losing ground. We're losing brain cells. That's what we're losing. Dog, there was I can't remember where I heard this before. Maybe it was on the biggest problem, but like people were talking about how emojis were becoming the new language for people. That's not even true for most people, but I guess for Twitch chat, it is like Twitch chat is kind of a different beast in a lot of ways. I don't know how to express myself. So here's an emote that can (laughs) God. Uh, What's interesting to me, however, is I definitely do accept some like, like the way they phrase certain things where it's, but it's not, it's not the same as saying uh, the emote itself. For example, uh, one phrase that's come up pretty often is like, oh, okay, this person keeps dying in the game. And then someone will put in chat, just stop dying. And then have the forehead emoji, which is like a dude giving a big old smile. And so if you say, oh, just stop dying. Like that's still a reference to that phrase. And like you kind of imply the forehead emoji, but as long as you're not saying fucking forehead (laughs) with it, I'm totally fine with that. Oh shit. (laughs) Okay. Well, that's fair. But all that said, anti fans takes it, get a fucking hobby. That isn't Twitch chat. Yeah. Yeah. Goddamn. Okay. So fandom gatekeepers, the misogynist kind versus pet parents. Obvious. This is an obvious choice. Pet parents. Anybody who has pets, <laughs> go fuck themselves. Okay. So, I mean, I like pets. I'm fine with pets. I don't know how much I want a pet anymore, especially being saddled with a cat. Uh, but specifically pet parents, these are the kind of people who they say, oh, I don't need kids because I have a cat or seven or whatever yeah and it's not that like i don't care if you don't want kids that's your own choice to make that's your own business but when you saddle this animal who basically doesn't have a say in the matter with that emotional baggage that you have where it's like you have the emotional need to take care of something and raise something but you don't want the stress of a human child and you just want this thing that's cute and will love you no matter what and can't talk back. That's a little sad sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then there's the pride involved with it where it, then you start dressing your cat up and you start taking your dog out in a fucking stroller. And it. Uh, there's a point where it gets weird. Yeah. And that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, you're right. You're right. There's a, that's real dark. It gets to a real dark place. Yeah. But I would say, in defense of uh, fandom gatekeepers, the misogynist ones, yes. uh, this is this is like a new phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. there used to be cred checks for things, right? Like people would check everybody's cred. Right? Yeah. You go into a community, 
and they ask you like let's say it's a fucking comic book community they say like what's your favorite fucking batman you piece of shit yeah and that's how it goes that's how it goes for everybody but after a certain point people just became wary of women and it's not it's weird because like before on the internet basically nobody knew who anybody was like right it was assumed that everyone was male but of course there were a lot of females yeah you know in there but with the advent of twitter i suppose i guess twitter yeah it feels mostly like a twitter thing yeah there are people who will check your stripes no matter it like only specifically if you're a woman yeah and it's really weird it's really weird it's like dog if if you're this concerned about a woman joining the community imagine what you could do if you put that energy towards something the fuck else something constructive to how about welcoming them in the community yeah dog having more people in your community is better yeah. objectively well uh now uh, right. here's some here's some devil's advocate real quick don't you don't want these stinky women in your community you're <laughs> advocating for that devil huh no no chicks this is the he-man woman haters club god damn right <laughs> fuck no. women not in that way i <laughs> Well, they couldn't if they tried. <laughs> uh, there are a lot of people who take pride in that they're doing something that is counterculture, that is, you know, looked down upon. Okay, you let know, me stop be- you right there. That's their problem. Well, yeah, it is. But I'm saying, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying they don't want whatever they're doing to become mainstream because they're like things change when they become mainstream. Like I will admit that there's no question, but there are people who actively advocate against whatever they're doing, becoming any form of more popular. And if you want something to be less popular, you can start by cutting out half the world's population. Just right off the bat. No girls allowed. Okay. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And like the reason why it's weirdly more socially acceptable now is because of the weird social conservatism that comes up. Now, when you hear that your ears are probably burning or whatever, but I mean, social conservative conservatism, not political conservatism. They don't want people fucking. They don't want men to have sex they don't think masturbation is okay. <laughs> Anything that is outside of like the nuclear family from fucking 1950s is degenerate. Yep. So including women in your space is like a bad thing, especially if they read a lot of Jordan Peterson. Oh, it's, the, it's the chaos that you don't want in your community. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's there's a lot of like weird misogyny that goes into the uh, the concept of like a boys club. Yeah. And I. I don't know. I've it, it depends on what I've been doing where like some t- things that I'm into have a lot of female presence. Others just don't like in my magic community in San Diego. There's a lot of like middle school kids, military dudes, married couples and girls who are really good at art. Like that's those are kind of the. uh the core groups within the magic community. Whereas like, say the fighting game community was mostly brown dudes who were all college aged or just slightly above that. Yeah. I don't know, but there was never like an active campaigning one way or the other. Like there just happened to be women who were into magic and not so much in into fighting games. 
I also think it was because uh, it was mostly Marvel that I did, and like there were more girls in Street Fighter. Who knows? Who knows? But it was never it was never like a, a conscious thing. But now I'm seeing people consciously go out of their way to keep women alienated from whatever it is they're doing, and it's like in the name of the sanctity of the game. You don't think women like D and D? Yeah, it's weird, dude. I don't know why. I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Like I prefer to have women around because hanging out with dudes sucks. Yeah, it just adds more flavor to it. It adds motivation. Now, granted, sometimes. Oh shit! You know what it is? What? I just okay. Who are the dudes that are most likely to act really stupid when a girl comes around? The thirsty ones. Exactly. And because these nerds aren't around women I and like at any point, then when a girl finally comes around, they're going to start acting fucking stupid. And then the other guys who might be otherwise okay with women that aren't trying to, uh, to get laid any time a pair of boobs walks into the door... Like then they're like, well, okay, Jason's gonna be fucking stupid any any time Caitlyn comes around. So I've I've known Jason longer, so Caitlyn, you can't come around. Nah, that's not what we're talking about here. Uh, (laughs) It's really weird because like the idea that you don't want girls around because like they're not authentic fans is really dumb, and the premise is hinged upon like the fact that women can't have a genuine interest in anything. Yeah, (laughs) it's super stupid. Oh, Oh, you're a woman, you can't like things. Whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. You like cooking, cleaning, and babies. Okay, that's what you like. You don't even like sex. But no, you'll no. do it to get a baby. Exactly. Ugh. Only yeah. men have to like sex, and they have to always like sex. Yeah. Always, at all times. So, fandom gatekeepers <laughs> takes the round. And the next one we have is Twitch chat itself versus super fans. Oh, this is a tough one for me. Like, I Conceptually. Dude, fuck. Twitch chat is like a vortex of fucking idiocy. It's a bunch of 12-year-olds constantly typing, like, the same shit, the same weird jokes, trying to get the attention of the streamer, adding other people in the chat, like, advertising weird shit, spamming emotes. Like, it's fucking wild, and it's disgusting. It is incredible to me, like, how different certain Twitch chats can be. And the biggest ones are the absolute worst. It's like, imagine like 30 really racist parrots. (laughs) (laughs) Anytime a black person comes on screen, try try hard hard. or come on, bruh. When they had that KFC emote, that's when I was streaming the most. Somebody came into my chat. Apropos of nothing, I don't know who the fuck it was. They just spammed Trihex and the KFC bucket and then Kamonbra a whole bunch of times. And I was like, what the fuck is <laughs> happening? What the fuck is this? I don't and shout outs to Twitch for allowing their fucking streamers to be fucking targeted by fucking racists in the chat. It's wild. It's real weird. It's wild. And the thing is, like, these are global chats. A lot of these people probably are black or no black people or Asian and no Asian people. And even so, if they see an Asian person on stream, it's 
just mingly spam. Yeah, it's real weird and racist. The internet is full of weird racists. I don't get it. It's really strange. And, like, there's only so much that mods can do. But, like I said, a well-moderated community is fine. Yeah, but you have to do that from the beginning. Because oh, yeah, you have to cultivate that fan base. It has to be, like, very clear yeah. where your, your chat is going. Because, I mean, shit, I, I know edgelords and meme lords tend to be some of the most popular streamers anyway. Yeah. Like so. Ice Poseidon, for instance, extremely popular. Yeah. And he, his chat is everybody in his community and not everybody, I guess, but a shitload of his community. The most vocal people in his community are horrible racist people. It's ridiculous. Horrible. If you listen to some of his donations, he takes off like the profanity filter. Oh, and so there are a lot of n words being said. I bet there are constantly oh, when there are other people are. around. It's so fucking awful. That's wild. But yeah, uh, Twitch chat, Twitch chat versus super, super fans. fans. I mean, I think Twitch chat is take, taking it. Super yeah, fans, you know what? Super fans have kind of chilled out. <laughs> yeah, they have. I mean, like maybe I've noticed them less, but there are definitely not like KKK super fans. <laughs> there are definitely Nazi super fans. Yeah, that's come uh, up. Yeah, but it, it's yeah. Twitch chat, Twitch chat has taken it. All right, but I just I we do have to give super fans their uh, their proper credit because you have to remember this includes Disney fans, Ugh. Harry Potter fans. Oh, people oh. who use Pottermore tests as fucking horoscopes. Oh, my God. Oh, oh. Now, I will say that I am, you know, as I get older, I'm more Slytherin, less Gryffindor. But I'm okay. still oh. I'm still on that. <laughs> All right. This podcast is over forever. We're done. Uh, oh, my God. I, but that also includes bronies. That includes, like, Sonic fans. Ooh, oh, okay. You know, you know what? Maybe, maybe Twitch chat's not taking it. Maybe I, not. Maybe not. Super fans. That's one of those evergreen things that will always be cringy. Yeah, dog. Maybe I'm giving it to super fans. You changed my <laughs> mind. You changed my mind. You gotta. You gotta remember that this includes all of that. Yeah, dog. Yeah. That's, maybe the catch-alls are too powerful. Yeah, you know those broad. Those broad categories man mm -hmm. they're strong yeah they are very strong now we have the thought police versus armchair experts so look thought police in my mind is taking this with ease like these people are reporting people to the fucking government yeah okay now so i want to talk on specifically those guys that are reporting like just they're reporting hoes from getting their money Right? That's that's all they're doing. They're, that, this is snitches to the highest degree. Yeah, dog. You, they're fucking it up. They're fucking it up oh, for a lot of people. Everyone right now. But I also want to point out the supreme irony here. That a lot of these same dudes will be out here saying, oh, taxation is theft. Now, regardless of where you stand on that statement, regardless of where you stand on on women selling their bodies. Hold on. To the what community. are you saying? Are you saying these guys are mostly reactionary conservative kids? Yeah, that is exactly what I'm saying. Oh, what? That is exactly what I'm saying. Oh, my God. But these same people that say taxation is theft 
are out here reporting people to the IRS. Like, where's your fucking energy? Where's your consistency, you piece of shit? <laughs> yeah, dog. You think someone should be allowed to buy slaves if it's good for the economy, but you can't sell nudes if it's good for their personal economy? Oh, Fuck you. God, dude. You piece of shit. Yeah. yeah. Armchair experts, just to give it its due, I guess. These people are fucking annoying. Yeah. You don't, yeah. You don't know. Like, right. Like, there are people. I watch a streamer and he's very good with philosophy. But you can sit there and you can watch his streams of him pouring over texts from philosophy studies, different philosophy guys, whatever they're philosophers <laughs> or so I'm told. Um you can you can watch a stream and you'll see him go through all of the things that he's researching and he's very thorough and he does a good job and his chat keeps him in check. It's not Twitch chat. He has his own separate chat. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and he's very good at it. That's one dude that I think is forming an expertise. And even with the amount of time that he spends studying this stuff, I wouldn't consider him an expert. I would consider him an ar- armchair expert. Like, I don't know how many hours he would need to please me personally, but like even cats with degrees aren't experts to me. Yeah. Right. Like if you have a PhD. Okay. Yeah. A PhD is another level because literally a PhD dissertation kind of makes you an expert in that field. It's you flossing your expertise. Yeah. Like a master's. Um, you're Maybe. pretty good. Maybe. You might be there. <laughs> like I'll I'll fuck with you with your masters because like you have a certain sliver of knowledge. Like there's so much stuff in this world that people don't fucking know that in a master's program when you select your focus, you're just getting a sliver of yeah. that. So if you're telling me that you're an expert on pies or Let's say let's say your master's degree is in pastries and your focus is in pies. I don't want to hear shit from you about cake. Okay, <laughs> right. probably know more about cake than most people. Than yeah, a layman. But you're not an expert on cake. You might be an expert on pie. You're getting there. Yes. If you had a PhD in pie, all right, I'm fucking with you 100. Yeah. percent But a master's in pie, you're like you know more than everybody, or you know more than anybody who hasn't studied pie. Right. But Cake, your focus is not in cake. Your focus is in pie. Don't tell me about no cakes. I don't fucking care about cake, dog. And I swear to God, if I hear the word tart out of your mouth. (laughs) Yeah, you piece of shit. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, well, anyway. But but I think even worse than that are the, well, if it was me... Kind of people. Oh God, <laughs> those are the worst. It's like so. Look, I I now and again find myself doing that. Well, right, like, everyone does it here and there. It, so if if it were me, like I I can acknowledge when I'm out of my depth yeah. as far as like expertise and things go. Because like I work in IT, but that doesn't mean I can fucking tell you whether or not you're fucking. Your CPU is going to bottleneck the new video card that you just bought. Although, yes, I can tell you. And, yes, there's a good chance that's a, that's the case. <laughs> but that aside, it's most likely the motherboard. But uh, that aside, <laughs> uh, I'm not I'm definitely not an expert in my field. Sure. Definitely not. I can give you very expert like answers in terms of things I would do in certain situations. Like if somebody were to ask me, like I had this conversation with this dude, uh, we can get into it later. He believes the NFL is faked. 
faked yeah like that it's rigged yeah interesting it's uh as wrestlers would say a work Mm -hmm. rather than a shoot a shoot is real work is fake okay now you're learning (laughs) yeah yeah i'm i'm an expert in those two terms boom (laughs) (laughs) um he asked me about like setting up a VPN. He's setting up a server at home mm. so that none of his traffic can be monitored coming from his house. Okay. Uh, or it's harder for people to monitor him. And I told him straight up, like, I don't know about that. That's like a weird level of paranoia that I don't have. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sorry, I can't help you. And that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Armchair experts know everything about everything. Yep. It's like, oh, Franzia. <laughs> Delicious red is way better than sunset blush. (laughs) (laughs) You know how they make that? By injecting formaldehyde between your toes, dog. (laughs) All right. Well, anyway, what are we going with? Thought Police? Oh, yeah. I will say Thought Police is, especially as of today, worse than armchair experts. Yeah. Fuck Thought Police. That's such a weird thing. Ah, It's It's so gross. Well since we'll have to talk on that more in a, as we get to the second round, I got more thoughts on that one. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, this next one is hentai enthusiasts versus people who can't dress themselves. Obviously hentai enthusiasts. Yes. Yes. But again, going to give the proper dues. So when I say people who can't dress themselves, I'm talking about if you're an adult, if you're 16 plus you should have some semblance of an idea of what is modern fashion and you should be able to keep up with that at least to a point you know you don't have to dress in the hottest brands that cost $200 for jeans and $400 for your sweater that's completely unnecessary I will remark to cut off your rant before you get too far uh, buying a good pair of jeans is a good investment it is and here's some fashion advice for those of you at home that may or may not need it who don't care about dressing well uh, all you have to do to look pretty okay is get a decent pair of jeans get a pair of trench boots in two colors black and keep those like shiny or whatever and then brown Yep. And then get a black shirt, get a white shirt, and then maybe a bomber jacket or a trench coat. And you're... No, I wouldn't do a trench coat. coat. Pea yeah. coat. Pea coat, yeah. Yeah, not trench Only coat. if it gets cold. Yeah, only if it gets cold. And you can just wear a black or white shirt and jeans and boots for the rest of your fucking life and you'll be fine. And honestly, you will look better than a lot of the folks out there. But I actually think the most important thing with all of that... Is how everything fits. It's precisely how everything fits. You can be skinny, you can be fat, you can be tall, you can be short. There is a fit that looks good for you. You just have to find it. And what defines that will change with time. Because like in the early 2000s, you probably remember that everything was baggy back then. And yeah. if you are rocking... Fucking anchor blue jeans. <laughs> 4XL tall tees. Yo. Oh, my God. Yo, if you're listening to this and you own tall tees still, let oh, me know. Please send oh us a picture of your God. tall tees if you still have one. I had mad tall tees when I was a kid. God. They would sell them at Foot Locker for like two for $10. What? Yeah, it was cheap as fuck. Goddamn. Yeah. yeah. So, but that would not rock today unless that was like, 
that's your steez, you know, that's your swag right there. You're still rocking anchor blues and tall tees. And you really have to have confidence to make that work. So that's not who I'm talking to. I'm talking to the people that wear old beat up jeans that are in a weird color that they have t- old t-shirts that have stains on them. Like yeah. the people that just don't look like they care. That's the yeah. kind of look that really comes across. Yeah. And it's not a good look for anyone. Stained shirts are something that's plagued me for my entire life <laughs> uh, because I eat like a fucking animal apparently. And I can't <laughs> not get fucking stains on my shirt. There was a point in my life when I legit was carrying around two shirts with me at all times. Damn. Like one when I would go eat and then I would change it if it got stained because I couldn't. I, I don't know what it was. I was just unlucky. Wear a bib. No. <laughs> the fuck I look like? A child? You're, just, just, you're standing up your shirts, man. I, fuck it. Take it off and wash it. Put on a different one. All right. Yeah. That's what I used to do. It was fucking awful. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't know. Learn how to dress. I, I guess learn how to get clothes that fit. Because you can dress well cheaply. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. One of my best outfits that I'll, I'll wear to, like, fucking job interviews and shit. I think it cost me $80 total, like, including belt and shoes. Oh, cool. Yeah. It's a good price. It's, yeah. Like, granted, the shoes are half of that. I paid $40 for this pair of boots. They were on clearance. They were $170 originally. But I got them on clearance. I paid 40 bucks. Hey. Perfect. Hey. Perfect. And then the pants were like five bucks. They're cheap as fuck. God damn. Yeah, those are the kind of pants that you can just keep buying. Oh, like, yeah. You, you throw them out after you fucking finish wearing them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, next up is Lolitas versus Mobile Game Whales. This one, this, this is the weakest. This yeah, is the weakest this, uh, this one's kind of kind of down there. All right, so Lolitas. My issue with Lolitas... Is that they look too damn good? <laughs> no, it's that they're really fucking. This is a form of super fan. But it's a really specific form of super fan. Like they're really, really into this one specific uh, aesthetic. Like the fucking 17th century Victorian England aesthetic, but in different colors. Let me tell you something about Victorian England. It was bullshit. <laughs> uh huh. And the only people that would be dressing in those kind of freely clothes that were there are basically like the nobility. And okay, I get that that's something that you want to aspire to, except a lot of the people that I know that are into Lolita fashion are brown or Asian. (laughs) See, okay, I, you know. I'm going to keep it 1,000 with you right now. You're not selling me on this. Uh, hey, that's fine. I, I love Lolita. I, I, I love it. I, I can't get... They look so good. The clothes look good. They're good-looking clothes. I am not into lace. <laughs> I, love, I love it. I am not into lace, and that's all this shit is. I, sometimes I just sit at my computer, and I look at some of those pictures... And it's beautiful. Like, the dresses are beautiful. They're beautiful dresses. I, I will have to admit that some of them are just really well done. The photos that they take look great. And there's, like, a certain elegance to it. Yeah. I'm not into it. But what really gets me about the Lolita community is the attitude behind it. Yeah. Some of those cats are real shitty. They, it's 
very elitist. It's very, it's super catty too. Yeah. And like one brand that's, that's flavor of the month might be just completely ostracized the next. So if you're not keeping up with it, like, oh, you're still wearing angelic pretty. <laughs> and like that uh, kind of shit, yeah. I really can't get behind. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, that's an issue for that community, though. It is. Yeah. I mean, this. I will tell you, however, uh, the one way that you could have sold me on this is if you attacked it from the standpoint of it's real close to fucking steampunk. Ooh. It, yeah. It's, yeah. it's fucking close to steampunk. It's really close. <laughs> they don't wear stupid fucking colors, though. <laughs> sometimes they do. I mean, I think the, I think the dresses are pretty. I, they look good. I was even uh, looking at male fashion for Lolita for a while. Oh, interesting. But that shit looks stupid. Just butlers? Yeah. It's, <laughs> it, it looks stupid. It's like jodhpurs and fucking suspenders. And, oh, and that, it's mm, stupid. Mm, mm. The dresses are fucking fire, though. Some, They're fucking some of those dope. dresses look good. I don't know, man. I'm naming this episode after Lolita shit. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, mobile game whales. Uh, mobile game whales. Yeah, that's winning. That's going on to the next round. <laughs> yeah, uh, mobile game whales. That's just people who spend way too much money on their mobile games. Yeah, I am. I understand how it goes. It's like gambling. It is gambling. Yeah, but the games that really, the games that really encourage whaling are so bad yeah man uh, they don't have to be good they just have to fucking hit off on those fucking endorphins yeah they just got like oh you like this one picture of jean d'arc because for whatever reason all historical figures are cute girls now yeah uh so you like this one picture of her wearing a santa hat and nothing else well, better spend that money, dog, because this shit's only here for two weeks. <laughs> You're not going to get it with Holy just shit. your crystals. You like Kate Upton in this Viking attire? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going whaling, boys. <laughs> All right, so next one is the anti-politics crowd versus casual experts. This one is definitely a lot tougher than the last one. Yeah. Uh, the anti-politics crowd, in my estimation, is a, it's just cats who get really upset whenever anything political is brought up. You could say like, yo, the, the, the price of the dollar is coming down a little bit. Oh my God. Why are you talking about politics? This is so stupid. I hate politics. Both sides are bad. These are the kind of people like if you mention global warming, they're like, oh, I bet you believe that socialism would work if it, in a true environment. Like, no, I'm just talking about global warming, Doc. 98% of scientists agree with this shit. Uh, it's, it's people who have grown up to be so sheltered that politics don't enter their lives because it never had to before. Because it doesn't have a, any sort of bearing upon them. Like. Yeah, right. It's the same people... And this is going to trigger the anti-politics crowd. <laughs> the same people who say like, oh, I voted for Trump and my sister voted for Hillary and we get along perfectly fine. Yeah, because like, hey. neither outcome mattered to you. Yeah, dog. <laughs> it's those kinds of people. And fuck them. So casual experts, these are the kind of guys. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get a little personal with this one, you know, reach into my own experiences. These are the kind of guys that you knew in high school. That said, oh, I love video games, or I'm a gamer, but the only thing they had ever played in their goddamn life was the first Call of Duty. 
These are the kind of guys that say, oh, I'm the best at Smash Bros, but he's only played against three different people. And he just happens to be better than them because they're his little brother's friends and they're all seven years old. (laughs) (laughs) Those kind of guys. So imagine someone declaring themselves a, a gourmet. Or even a gourmand. Oh, that's the name of a magazine I like. Hey. <laughs> and the only thing that they've ever experienced in terms of gourmet food is what they've had from uh, diners, drive-ins, and dives. <laughs> okay, okay. It's a very shallow pool that they're pulling from, is what I'm getting at. But they're presenting themselves as experts. I take issue with that. And it's funny because, like, those people aren't gate-kept out of communities either. Isn't it wild? <laughs> yeah, it's so strange. Huh. I'm, I'm, yeah, actually, I'm literally only thinking of men when I, when I reach into my own, my own experiences with this. Yeah, I don't know many women that do this kind of thing. No. And I think it has to do with, you know, some form of bravado or, you know, confidence kind of thing. Yeah, you want to appear as if you're an expert. Yeah. You want to be the go-to person. You want to feel important yeah. to the community. But, of course, anyone who actually knows anything about that subject... I mean, honestly, I don't even challenge these people on that subject because I don't see the point. Like, they're so far down on, like, the Dunning-Kruger effect here that telling them that they don't know shit will do absolutely nothing here. Yeah, uh, absolutely not. There are some people that you just can't communicate with. Yeah, no. Like, there's, there's no point in telling someone who's only watched three animes that, yo, you know, there's more than three animes out there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I heard it's not any good. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that shit's all boring, I guess. Yeah. Mm, whatever. Yeah, so uh, which one's taking it for you? Ooh, uh, I forgot what we're Anti, Anti-politics crowd. Oh, I got to give it to anti-politics. Okay. Because those guys are, like, as annoying as casual experts are, anti-politics, fucking insufferable. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, so now we're into round dose. Round two. Edgelords versus funpires. Again, funpires being vampires who suck the fun out of things. Ugh. <sighs> Again, I'm going to say that this is another thing where, like, they kind of coincide with each other. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, in different ways, in different ways. Because fun pyres, it's only when someone's trying to have a good time and someone's making you feel bad about that or making you feel stupid for whatever reason. Yeah, like fucking vegans whenever they uh, say, like, you shouldn't eat chicken uh, or beef or anything. That's fun. how you get. That's how you stop getting invited to barbecues, by the way. Yeah, dog. Don't even come to the barbecue if you're upset about animals being eaten, dog. Just don't. Just, yeah. You can stay at home, eat a salad, whatever, have a good yeah, time. Yeah, that's perfectly fine. Huh? Or... If you really want to flex on someone as a vegan at a barbecue, bring a delicious vegan dish. Yeah, dude, if those exist. (laughs) 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 Oh, shit. Edgelords, of course, uh, you should be familiar with Edgelords if you listen to the show. Yeah, we've, we've definitely talked on Edgelords before. But just in case, these are the kinds of people who will do anything to get a rise out of someone. They're just out to piss people off for no goddamn reason. It's just, it, it's what brings them joy is taking away the, well, not, not so much taking away the pleasure from everyone else, but more so making everyone else mad. Yeah. They're, they're of the same vein, but I'm giving it to fun pyres. <sighs> I need to think on that one. All right. I feel like fun pyres do so usually from a place of like, righteous indignation or they feel like they're right about something whereas edgelords do something 
just to piss you off. Yeah. And I'm not sure which is worse. Like, uh, the people that, you know, will go anywhere to piss people off or will go anywhere and carry their their moral baggage with them. I would argue that fun pyres are worse because they think they're doing good. Mm. Like edgelords are bad because they know they're bad and they do it because it's fun for them and they're terrible people. But you can reason with a fun pyre. You can say, hey, not all of them, not all, not all. No, I'm specifically thinking of vegans. (laughs) Like there's in there's no way that you'd be able to justify to a vegan eating meat. Mm. You can't like you wouldn't even be able to get them to leave you the fuck alone. Like same same with like uh, people who are dick deep in the environment. Like granted, it's something that's important. It is important, but there's nothing that you can say to get them to leave you alone. Edge lords typically like if you ignore them, they'll just fuck off. But even even with fun pyres, like they'll keep coming to you. They still will maintain that energy. Every time they see you. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll present this to you. So my grandma was a big ass fun pyre. She later in her life, uh, got hyper religious. Ew. Yeah, it was great. Uh, and Halloween 97, uh, I was seven years old and I'm going to celebrate Halloween just for some backstory. My dad, when he works, he goes out of town Usually for like a month at a time. Some of the contracts he's had were basically with the bad guys from Captain Planet. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so my dad was out uh, during Halloween. I don't know on for what job, but uh, so he says, okay, grandma, take the kids out for Halloween. Just to have them go trick or treating up and down the block our neighbor was going to take us like he was fine with that, you know, whatever. Cause, because, you know, she was against it. Right. Cause it's the devil's holiday, whatever. <sighs> that's not even true, but that's another argument. So she ignores that entirely. And instead of us going to going trick or treating, getting a shitload of candy, she takes us to church. Uh... Now my grandmother is black, which meant she took us to a black church. And if you've never been in a black church, that shit goes on for hours. Dog. Yeah, <laughs> it man. It is torturous for a child. When I was a kid, uh, my mom used to take my sister and I to church. We'd go to the 6 a.m. service Ugh. and leave at 10. That is wild. Yeah, it's way too long for fucking kids to be in a church. No, I mean, like, church for an hour sucks enough for a kid. For four hours, that is actually torturous yeah so that was what we went through instead of having halloween night we had hallelujah night yep hallelujahween yep hallelujahween <laughs> i don't even know what to call it so, so what do you what do you vote in here so she was a massive fun fun pyre i don't know i just i know she did it because it was out of like some form of that doesn't goodness make, in her heart. I don't know. Like to me, that makes it slightly better. That doesn't make it any better. If somebody, let's say for instance, uh, there's a, somebody who's religious who just hates gay people, uh, doesn't think that gay people should be able to do things that other people do. Okay. All right. Same, same sort of scenario. A dude is anti-gay 
just because he knows that will piss off the left. Just because that'll piss off the libtards. I mean, now he's vehemently anti-gay. Not even like from any sort of like religious background. Nothing like actually moral about it. He just wants to piss people off. Which of those is worse to you? I think it's worse that somebody has something backing up that belief. Mm. Because you can change the mind of the person. Can who, you, though? Yeah. I mean, you can, if you try to convince them that that isn't. You don't try to convince that person. You don't try to convince the edgelord at all. You just leave them the fuck alone. And, like, hopefully they don't have any power to do anything to act on what they're doing. Other than, like, typing in chat rooms. Funpires, on the other hand, will fucking just try to be awful to you like for instance um a friend of mine was telling me the story about her holiday experience during thanksgiving she has uh, somebody's dad is over fucking at somebody's house or whatever Mm -hmm. and he's like this huge conservative uh go fucking figure Mm. because old people are (laughs) and he's like grabbing on one of her friends uh who has like dyed hair or some shit and he's like are you like one of those snowflake feminists and he's like grabbing on her thighs and shit during dinner it was like real fucking weird i mean like it's a different kind of uh fun pyre it's like a level 10 fun pyre but like Mm, making on people uncomfortable yeah fun fire that would suck the fun out of a room yeah dog like you there are a lot of different ways that you can approach being awful to people and like you think you're in the right and yeah. you think you know you're in the right whereas like edgelords they know they're wrong right like for right, the most right. part because it's an intentional thing they know that what they're doing isn't really acceptable yeah and that can be changed like you can change that person uh in theory anyway. right right whereas with fun pyres like if they think they're in the right I mean, yeah, how do you convince them, right? It's going to be very, very You have to, like, ones. break down their axiomatic beliefs <laughs> yeah. in front of them. And then, like, they have to follow that the entire right. way. They have to, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. You convinced me. All right. There I'm we go. I'm on fun pyres. Fun pyres. Moving on. Edgelords stand behind. Japanophiles versus anti-fans. Ooh. Okay. So, Japanophiles on this one. When uh, when I brought this up, this was specifically thinking of non-white, non-Asian kids. Actually, I'm going to include non-Japanese Asian kids who really wish that they were Japanese. Yeah, it's really weird how that culture has been like mythologized. That culture is racist as fuck. Yeah, and like <laughs> it's not welcoming to outsiders at all. And so many people have just fallen in love with it, romanticized it, but for what reason, who knows? Because of anime and video games. Mm-hmm. Like, because this magical place produced these things that they like, mm-hmm. that's it. And I really Oof. think that comes from the same place as, like, people who say they were born in the wrong era, where it's, Disgusting. it's just, oh, I don't fit in here, therefore... I wish I was from another time, from another place, whatever. If I was there, I would fit in. I just, I'm only weird because I'm in America. But if I was in Japan, I would be normal. Yeah, pro tip. If you're an otaku in America, you would still be fucking weird in Japan. Because otakus are still ostracized in Japan. 
Yeah, yeah. And then they become hikikomori. Hikikomori. Yeah. Hikikikomori. I don't yeah, you, fucking know. You got yeah. it right the first time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Um, yeah, I don't know that that's worse than targeting people, like targeted harassment. Yeah, I, I think. Which is more embarrassing? Oh, definitely being Japanophile is more. Oh, is it? Is it though? I don't know. That's like, it's weird. actually kind of tough because, like, having a black dude wearing like a Naruto headband and a fucking Dragon Ball Z silk uh, button-up shirt. So here's here's how I'm going to consider this. Uh, what would I have a harder time explaining, mm. or like, what kind of mental state would I be in in order to have to explain these things? Uh, one, if I was like way into Japan, uh, I could just say like, yo, like I really respect the culture. These people have like, I don't know, dignity and respect for their elders or some shit. Yeah, whatever. You'll find some excuse. Uh, yeah. But like with being an anti fan, it's like, I just really hate this person. I hate this person so much that I'm going to spend a lot of my time harassing them on the internet. And like, that's way harder to justify. That, yeah, no. And uh, like anybody will say that's unhealthy yes you need to find a hobby absolutely okay yeah all right anti-fans all right cool anti-fans moving on moving on up uh next is fujoshi versus fandom gatekeepers the misogynist kind it's funny that this is kind of like women versus anti-women yeah <laughs> not to say men because most men don't do this shit but <laughs> i guess like fujoshi don't really bother me all that much it's just that I don't like the fetish. We've had this conversation we have, before yeah. where I, it's, we, it's weird that straight women or even gay women, uh, fetishize gay men in a way that's like, that's uncomfortable for everyone. Cause they don't do, it's not even real gay men that they're doing this to. No, it's cartoons. Yeah. And it's, it is awkward and uncomfortable kind of for everyone. And, I mean, a lot of Fujoshi aren't sexually active on their own. Like, you know, they can be straight, gay, whatever, but they're generally not getting laid a whole ton in most cases, or even they're asexual. Who knows? Who knows? But for some reason, gay sex is like their jam. And that's weird. Yeah, it's a little disconcerting. But gatekeeping is still probably worse because that has real life consequences. Yeah. And that's a behavior that someone goes out of their way to do. It's not just like, oh, I'm into this thing and you're not. That's fine. Mm -hmm. Gatekeeping is, oh, you're into this thing. That's not okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with gatekeepers. Yeah, as well. yeah, me too. This is, yeah, gatekeeping. Uh, Fujoshi is bothersome, but it's not, it's not like. It, it's weird, but it doesn't really affect anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Now this is the fucking matchup of the century. Oof. You got super cynics versus super fans. <laughs> this is I love everything about this one thing versus I hate everything. Yeah. I think cynics is the worst one here. Because, like, those people just don't enjoy shit. And this is, it's partially like being a fun pyre because some of them just don't let other people enjoy shit. Yeah. But it's, they just don't like anything. There's no pleasing them. These are the kind of people, super cynics, 
are the kind of people where they'll go into a kid's movie and say, oh, that was unrealistic. I don't know how anyone could have enjoyed that. <laughs> yeah. Now, I have to admit that, like, I still have some of those cynical tendencies when watching certain things. Or, like, I know you say you were a reformed super cynic. But, like, I know there's certain things that I can't let that go. Like, I can't enjoy punk music because it's so musically simplistic. And I'm so cynical about music because I fetishize technical ability and I fetishize music theory that it made me super cynical about certain styles of music. The only thing that I can like, uh, that I can reconcile that with is rap music. Okay. But other than that, it's like, I I have, it has to be like technically impressive or musically impressive in some sort of way. But this usually takes place or it takes Uh, form in people who are into literature into movies into games where it's like oh you liked the last jedi (laughs) that was the worst movie of that already terrible franchise (laughs) yeah yeah i don't know man i'm giving it to cynics i don't know because super fans at least super fans are positive. They and they're not like hurting anybody, right? Like, not to say that cynics are hurting anybody, but there are times when it's like, ah, dog, like, just let them have this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like that's a and like that's not even an argument. That that is not an argument. That's that not an a, argument. This is <laughs> Stefan Malin. Yeah. Uh, my thing with super fans is that no media, nothing that's ever been created by a single person or group or whatever, it is worth that level of worship. Like when I think about bronies, my issue with them isn't that they really like My Little Pony. You can like My Little Pony all you want. It is well animated and apparently has good morals and whatever. I never watched the show. But nothing's that good. Nothing is so good that it should reframe your view on history. Nothing is so good that you should change your name and like mm. rebuild your identity. Sounding real super cynical over here, Chet. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> Very strange. I feel like it takes a mild cynic to come to that conclusion. You know, yeah, yeah. I can understand where you're coming from. Nothing, yeah, nothing is that good. Right. Nothing is that good. I mean... man this one is tough it is because it's like obviously incredibly subjective right like being a fan is that better than being like an early stage anti-fan like a a proto anti-fan well the thing with that like at least with being a super cynic as opposed to like an anti-fan an anti-fan is dedicated to one thing yeah they're obsessive about how they hate one thing or you know it could be several things but it's still like specific things yeah whereas yeah. a super cynic is just like this sucks that sucks i hate it what everything you know yeah and then a super fan says i love this one thing this one thing is so good that i'm going to change my life about this yeah you know what that's a little bit weird it is weird yeah and i don't see super cynics changing their lives to fit around like somebody else's intellectual property no right that would then put you into anti-fan 
territory yeah when you obsess over one thing okay so it's going to super fans all right there you go <laughs> uh, that's that was a tough one yeah that, that was, was a tough one uh k-pop bands versus thought police mm. obviously thought police yeah this. this is this is another thought police k-pop fans this is still kind of in super fan territory but i'm gonna have to give special mention on specific thing about k-pop fans especially in recent drama and I feel like it's a K-pop Twitter that's making this worse. Uh, there has been some drama involving cosplayers, white cosplayers, who changed their appearance to look more Asian. Huh. Like, taping their eyes so they got, Ooh, like... that's racist. Oh, yeah, it's super racist. Holy shit. <laughs> but I think this is... Also kind of plays into Japanophiles, where instead of Japan, they idolize Korea. And not just all of Korea, it's specifically K-pop and like the weird things that come with that, where, God, I I have a lot of issues with K-pop, so I kind of have to cover them all. Okay, go on, go on. Uh, Okay, so K-pop is Korean pop, but it borrows a lot of elements from say like the nineties boy band culture, like NSYNC Backstreet Boys, which Backstreet Boys and NSYNC stole a lot of their influence from black culture and like Belle Biv DeVoe and groups like that. Yeah. Like those they sort were of, industry plants. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and there's also a lot of rap in culture incorporated into k-pop like most popular k-pop songs have a rap verse and that's just a common thing so it could be very easily argued that k-pop uh leeches off of black culture i mean if you want to have this conversation we can but ultimately basically everything does well yes that's definitely like you can find or i shouldn't say everything but like a lot of popular culture does that is definitely dress the music there's so much in culture that's influenced solely because of black people there is an excellent there is an excellent monologue in the movie be cool about that exact thing (laughs) (laughs) too bad nobody saw it except black people (laughs) but the point is they they've pretty shamelessly taken from black culture and black styles dances singing whatever uh while having a very racist culture yeah but i mean does the racism come out in the music no but the fans thereof inadvertently play into some of their racist tendencies where, like I said, there's a sort of obsession with the Korean culture and therefore other things become inferior. I don't know. I'm not seeing it. I, I see it in a lot of K-pop fans. I, I see I mean, it on the, like in Twitter posts and stuff like that where like, Oh, Jumin is the great I don't know if that's a real person is the greatest rapper alive like the fuck out of here you can't disregard everything else and say that K-pop is the goat style of music when it's it's so heavily borrowing from other shit 
it's just American pop, but in Korean. But in Korean, yeah. Yeah. And then, mm-hmm. on top of that, uh, there was some Korean star from like BTS or whatever that was wearing a shirt. Atomic Bomb <laughs> An shirt. Atomic Bomb shirt. <laughs> Show on a performance. To, what was it, SNL in Japan or some I shit? Don't, I don't know. But he was wearing a shirt that had a picture of the bomb dropping in Nagasaki to a performance in Japan on the day of Korea's independence from Japan or like Korean independence, which uh, had something to do with Japan. I don't remember exactly. I don't know Korean Japanese relations all that well, but it could not have been unintentional. There's basically no way. Yeah. And people were defending that up and down because there were fans of BTS. Like you can't, like reconcile all of that. Uh, That's my issue with K-pop fans. I'm still going to give it to thought police. Okay. Like I understand ish where you're coming from, but like, (laughs) I don't know, man. I don't know. Some of those ladies are real sexy. Oh, Hey, I cannot. Everybody in involved in K-pop, like all those K-pop stars are really fucking attractive, male, female, whatever. I feel like they all look like the same person in a lot of ways. That's racist. <laughs> Only a little because they, a lot of them get plastic surgery to look like the same person. Do they? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Most, the most K-pop double stars. Double eyelid surgery. Yeah. And, uh, and like they'll fill in their cheeks and like slim down their chins. A lot of them get facial surgery. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Didn't know that. And sorry to all the K-pop fans that are listening to this. I still love you, but some of y'all are weird. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, this next one is rules lawyers versus hentai enthusiasts. You know rules lawyers. The people who will play the police in every game that you've ever played that's not got its own automatically enforced rule Judge? set. Judge? Uh, he he tapped his land the wrong way. I didn't know that that land was tapped. So, what happens now? Yeah, those guys. Yeah, it's super fucking annoying. But it's really stupid. I don't know that it's less annoying or more annoying than uh, hentai enthusiasts. I'm definitely going to say rules lawyers don't affect as many people. Mm-hmm. And especially with, like, say, online gaming or... Uh, Shit, most video games, really. Anything where there's an electronic form of arbitration, like you can't cheat. Yeah. That kind of stuff, it never comes up. Yeah, rules lawyers are a dying breed. RIP. Yeah, it, it's it's pretty much only tabletop gaming of whatever sort. If you're playing poker, if you're playing magic, if you're playing D D. Yeah. Alright, hentai enthusiasts gets it. That was a short round. Yep. Or that was a short bout, I yeah, suppose. It was a quick one. Uh, people who lie about how attractive <laughs> Emma Watson is versus mobile game whales. Well, clearly, Emma Watson yeah, is this the biggest problem. Like, yeah. Come on now. Easily. She's plain as fuck. You're fucking kidding me? Why are you lying? Why are you... Why the fuck Just you open lying? your eyes, man. Come on. Why the fuck you lying? Mm, oh, my God. Stop, Stop fucking lying. All right. Uh, kink soapboxers versus the anti-politics crowd. Mm. Uh, kink soapboxers being people who profess their kinks through social media without being prompted and it's really fucking weird it just makes everything uncomfortable for yeah everyone who isn't really into that yeah have you ever felt weird for not having a daddy kink 
No. Yeah, me neither. But there are some people who try and and force that. That's weird. It is weird. (laughs) Yeah. You should have my kink. You should have experienced the same traumas that I did as a child that helped me develop these kinks. Feet, I love them. Mm. Put them in my mouth. It's 2018. I'm trying to suck some toes. Piss, I love it. Mm. Put it in my mouth. Mm. Shit, Mm. not for me. No, that's a bit weird. Not for me. that's, That's over the line. We're not even joking about that. I need you to get on board with my kink. Please, daddy, pee on me. Yeah, like... You know those people that that laugh at vanilla folk. Oh yeah. Oh, you like to have sex, but normally <laughs> that's weird. Fucking weirdo. Oh, jackass. You don't even know what it's like to have your nipples clamped and your mouth taped shut, and like I don't know, a hot rod poked into your ass. I mean, I had a fucking nino shoutouts uh, talking about how how subs don't get enough how, don't get enough love on. Any any media. I'm like, nah. It's about doms out here. Now I'm mm. saying, fuck subs. Doms run these streets. Because you know what? Because if you're dominant, you, you would yeah, be running this yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I get it. I get it. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. But he took right. serious issue with that. Oh. <laughs> he took umbrage with that statement saying that, like, nah, man, it's time for subs. And I'm like, nah, you're going to stay in your lane. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's... How that relationship would work, isn't yeah, it? It is, it's, honestly. It's like, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. You tell me to stay yeah. in my lane, I will. Yeah. That's what I like. Yes, I, I prefer that you tell me to stay in my yeah, lane. I, I actually appreciated that you were very forceful about that. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I don't. This one, I'm going to give to anti politics. I still have to give it to anti politics. Yeah. Because, that, again, that's one of those things that just doesn't affect that many people. And, like, while it is weird. I guess you can just write it off really quickly yeah. and just play like when it comes to sexual deviancy, again, I'm putting that in air quotes because you know, live your life. If you have a kink, that's deviancy fine. Deviancy meaning straying from the norm. Yes, yes, uh, yes. And the norm being what they're willing to put on TV. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, so it's easy to, to just write that off as like, Oh, that person's weird. And then that's fine. You don't have to think about it. Yeah. Cause Americans are puritanical and fucking, fucking weirdly. So yeah, it's strange. And I think that's how we got to this thought policing that we are. Now. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Social conservatism is a brain worm. It's crazy. But in any case, it's easy to write off people who have weird kinks so much so that you don't even it doesn't even bother you anymore. It's just like, okay, that person's weird and that's it. (laughs) Yeah. This is a one-off. I've never seen anybody who's got a fetish for furries who only have purple fur and are also bats. Hmm. One-off. One-off thing. Purple bats. That's what gets me. Very, very specific. Very specific. All right. So we're we're into round three. Oh, these are going to be tough, man. We're going to start from the bottom. Okay. People who lie about how attractive Emma Watson is versus the anti-politics crowd. All right. This is the first time where I'm actually thinking Emma Watson might not take it. Cause yeah, dog. It's been a good run, Emma Watson. Mm, you, you got that well. sweet buy at the first, <laughs> in the first round. You, know, you earned every bit of that, baby. Yeah. Yeah. But stop lying. Stop fucking lying. It's, it's all right. You know, just come to terms with this. She's not that attractive. She's not. 
she's she's very mild looking yeah i mean she's fine not fine right but, yeah yeah, but yeah you're fine. right she's passable is more what i'm getting passable at. she's a, i mean look she's attractive there you go she's not insanely attractive which some people will make her out to be yes and like look okay i get that she's an attractive confident woman i'm yes. into that but not nearly as much as y'all are like i'm just saying yeah yeah very very weird very weird all right well anyway uh next one is thought police versus hentai enthusiasts these are the same people oftentimes yeah they're like 3d pig disgusting you're going to jail for tax evasion yeah <laughs> so fun wow okay awful. you know what you know where i'm gonna how i'm going to cast my vote is because uh all this is i forgot what the term is i want to say it's a syllogism all thought police are hentai enthusiasts but not all hentai enthusiasts are thought police so you can have hentai enthusiasts that are just living their life and say, yeah, women deserve to be respected and get can get their money however they want. And sex, wor- sex workers are valid. But thought police who are saying basically the opposite of all of that are probably all still in really into hentai. Okay, so this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go ahead and give my vote to thought police. Yes. And hentai enthusiasts will get their due right now. Stop fucking retweeting porno in the timeline, dog. Stop it. It's the middle I, of the goddamn day. Control yourself. I even have the uh, suggest activity tweet on my muted words so my friends' likes don't come up. And I'm still getting like mad retweets of anime titties in my timeline. It's real disconcerting, especially while I'm at work surfing through my phone. I can't have people wandering up on me and seeing the titties in my phone. Yo, I almost had a heart attack the other day. I was at, I just got a new uh, spot that I worked at for freelance and I really like the guy that I'm working with. And I was just scrolling through Twitter while something was rendering. And I, I'm so glad that he wasn't looking at the time. But then some big old honking honkers just came right up. And I'm like, we're closing Twitter. That's not happening. Like, yeah. I, I did not have time to see who retweeted it. So I couldn't mute them. Doug, look, if your solution at home is like, Denzel, don't use Twitter at work. Then you know what? You're un-American. <laughs> this is about freedom. You're missing the point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, fuck. My most viral tweet is about this exact thing. That's how you know it's a problem. <laughs> Goddamn. All right, next one up is fandom gatekeepers, the misogynist kind, versus super fans. Hmm. Could you imagine? I, this is another one of those, would you say, syllogisms? Yes, yes. Where all fandom gatekeepers. No, that's not even true. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 not quite the same. I mean, I would say most fandom gatekeepers are probably really into their thing, but they don't even have to be. Yeah. And that's what makes it so fucking insidious, mm-hmm. so diabolical, is that like you can suck at magic and still say, oh, girls shouldn't be playing magic. No girls allowed. You could be the worst person that entered a Marvel tournament and say, oh, girls suck at Marvel. Yeah, when you write, you write. It looks like... Uh fucking fandom gatekeepers is going on all right god damn all right flying through this round this is good you know <laughs> uh fun pyres versus anti-fans mm. um 
Both of these are very obsessive. Both of these will take the fun out of a room in different ways. Yes. Mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that, and this might be a reach. It might be a a colossal reach. Uh, Anti fans are a subsection of fun pyres. No, I'm with you on that. I think I think that is valid. So that I guess that would give it to to fun pyres. Okay. Um, okay. But okay, following the uh, the syllogism, I would say that all anti fans are fun pyres, but not all fun fun pyres are anti fans. Yes. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, unless if you're vegan, you're an anti fan of meats. There Boom. we go. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So next up is fun pyres versus fandom gatekeepers. Mm. Again, you could argue that gatekeepers are, are fun pyres, but I would say this one's a little bit worse because it's targeted. It's not just, I want nobody to have a good time with this. It's, I don't want you to have fun with this because you're a woman. Well, I mean, that's what, all fun piracism is right like i don't want you to enjoy what you're enjoying well no specifically like most i would say most fun parts at least in the way that i'm thinking of it is that no one should enjoy this thing like well i mean no one should be jacking off to hentai i agree with that (laughs) so you're a fun pirate for hentai right yeah so uh, <laughs> Pornography is bad. No fap November. Going strong. It's been almost 30 days, gang. Don't touch yourself. You can do it. You should all have super strength by now. Yeah. We're almost at the end. We're almost at the Vulcan mind meld part. It, it's going to be a good time. <laughs> if you don't catch me in the mind meld, sorry, I have a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think... I, I would assume that must, most fun piracism isn't, uh, I don't want to say intentional, but it isn't targeted. If you don't feel like you have a moral obligation to say that, oh, you shouldn't be doing this thing, let's go with vegans. Vegans think that no one should be eating meat. So that's because this thing is bad, no one should be doing it. Because uh, sex before marriage is a sin. No one should be doing this. That's not necessarily targeted. That's everyone should not participate in this action, which ruins the fun for everyone who is participating in the action. Well, but it can also be sorted down to the individual, right? It, like it could. Yes. You could be standing somewhere like, oh, God, when I when I worked at this daycare, there was a vegan woman who worked with us. Her name was. Mm-hmm. And. Every time I would go to the vending machine to buy some Skittles or some Oreos, she was always like, you know, those are made from animal parts, right? If she was saying that about Oreos, she's wrong. Oh, Oreos are vegan. Oh, that's cool. Yep. Maybe were they always vegan? I think so. Okay. Well, either way. But yeah, not good. Yeah. Um, No, I, I see what you're saying. But I still think it's a little bit more hateful if you say black people shouldn't enjoy anime, women shouldn't enjoy D&D, and you're actively campaigning against them as a group. Okay, yeah, you're in right. In terms of gatekeeping. Yeah. 
Yeah, okay. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Phantom Gatekeepers advances to the finals. All right. Now it's uh, the Thought Police versus the anti-politics crowd. Mm. I'm still giving it to the Thought Police because, like, you're actively campaigning for people to get in trouble with the law. And that's being a cop is dumb. Don't be a fucking cop. (laughs) Fuck police officers. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I think so. I, I think, again, this is a lot of the same people that kind of cross over because a lot of the anti-politics crowd are either super centrist and like, you know, active, like, oh, I'm a centrist. I'm never wrong. <laughs> I'm a centrist. I'm better than everyone because the left and right are both stupid. But, or they're the kind of folks that think that, Hollywood and game developers and everyone has become infected with SJWs and everything is all about social politics and, and identity politics and everything like that. That's usually what they're mad about. Yeah. And those same kinds of people would be the same kinds of people that do the thought policing. So I will say that in the same way that fandom gatekeepers are, are more targeted than fun pyres are i'm gonna say that thought police are more targeted yeah than- i'm gonna agree there my vote is with thought police here all right yeah same so thought police uh takes it takes it and it's thought police versus fandom gatekeepers but the misogynist kind in the finals in the finals final final round this is now the respect women cup yeah <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the final round thought police versus fandom gatekeepers I'm going thought police all the way. Yeah, I mean, part of that, I will definitely say, is due to how new of a phenomenon this is. Like, with the IRS thing, like, that started, like, two days ago. Oh, geez. <laughs> like, this is a new thing that people are doing and thinking it's, it's you know, clever and all that. I mean, gatekeeping is... A hateful, malicious act, and you know, I just gotta say that women are gonna be into the same things that you are. You know, if you if you don't if you're not all right with that, don't invite women into your particular group, but don't try and keep women out of the stuff that you're doing, and don't be shocked when there are women who enjoy the same things that you do. But worse than that is the same people that fucking snitch. Snitches are some of the worst people on the goddamn planet. Don't be a fucking cop. Don't it's, be a fucking cop. I know we joke that we're the feds, but that's because yeah. we're watching. We don't do nothing. Yeah, dog. I, yeah, I can't. I can't get behind anybody who's like actively snitching on like people just living their lives. Just, it's one thing if you're like calling the cops on a drug dealer, right, selling fucking crack to kids. That's one thing, right? That's actually harmful, like actually causing damage to your community. But, but telling the IRS. On ladies who are making money out here, dog, that's the most anti bag securing that behavior is ever. Peak hater shit. That's such hater shit. You know that if you were an attractive woman that had her confidence, her uh, like her hustle, that you would be on that shit. But dog, you don't. You're not nearly as attractive as her. You don't have that same hustle. You don't have that same drive. And you wish you did. But you don't. So you're going to be a hater. You're going to snitch on that. Fuck that. Yeah, that's awful. That's terrible behavior. 
You should be ashamed of yourself if you even like considered telling the IRS on anybody. That's that's awful. No, nah, no one likes the IRS. Yeah, man. Man, shame on you. Well, fuck out of here. The the winner of this year's uh or this I guess edition the loser, the loser <laughs> of this cringe cup is Thought Police. Uh T H O T police. That's awful. The worst. Don't do that. That's what a shitty thing to do. Thanks, everybody. Yeah. This has been uh, episode 100. But before we roll out completely, I want to say thank you to everybody who's listened to us over the last two years. We haven't hit exactly two years yet. Uh, That's January 3rd uh, would be our two-year anniversary. And we're we're here. We're we're still doing it. And we're still going to continue to do it. The only thing is, Real Nerd Hours, as the name, isn't going to stick around. Um, For anybody who's on the Patreon or regularly listens, nothing's really going to change on your end. We're just changing the name of the show, and we're getting a format. Uh, And more of a focus. Yeah, we're going to be more focused. We're probably going to drop anime as a topic altogether. Anime sucks anyway. Yeah. And we're going to keep it tight. And hopefully... This will this change of pace will allow us to get further with the podcast. Not to say that the only important thing is to like be able to be successful with it, but being in the middle of the road is only so fun for so long. Yeah, when you're when you're doing something, when you're passionate about something, you know, you want to have success. You know, you, you can't if you're a fisher out here catching you know tiny little trout every day it's nice it's something but you know you want that you want that big catch yeah yeah and not to say that we're doing this specifically to sell out it's just that we creatively want to challenge ourselves and do a little bit more than than we have been doing and doing a new show i guess it's not even really a new show it's basically the same shit it's we're just changing the name really that's really about it (laughs) (laughs) we're changing the name and we're gonna continue to do the thing that we do uh the normal episodes of rnh are probably gonna disappear from the rss feed uh around the two-year mark we're gonna keep doing this specific show um for a while and then we're gonna get our new shit up when it's up it's gonna be a fun time the new name is uh no i can't tell you the new name yet because i don't have any of the stuff for it yet um but yeah it's it's gonna be cool uh it'll be it'll be a good time uh we're we're not going anywhere we're still gonna have our same old shit it's gonna be chet and denzel doing the same shit well different shit but into microphones uh every week and thank you everybody for rocking with us for two years it's been a fucking amazing experience i've had a great time doing the fucking podcast yeah you guys your support makes it all worth it yeah and i hadn't realized how many of our friends were listening shout out to all y'all shout out to all of our new friends that we've made over the the last two years we've grown a lot as people we've changed a lot this is this is this is a great experience. It's fun. I'm also going to apologize for how 
kind of aloof I've been in most social media, including Discord and everything. I'm going to try and make an effort to be more uh, public with more things, more involved with the Discord, more uh, just out there. You know, you can you can quote me on that. I may or may not succeed, but you know, <laughs> hold me accountable. Yeah. Thank you again, everybody, for fucking with us for so long through the ups and downs, the highs and lows, all this crazy shit that's going on, uh, the political rants and everything. <laughs> uh, thanks. It, it means a lot to us. Yeah. And we, we're we going to keep on fucking killing it or doing we'll our things, whatever we're doing. <laughs> yeah. We're going to, we'll be back. Uh, everybody on the Patreon. The name of the Patreon is going to change, but whatever. Yeah. You'll be fine. You'll get on. Yeah. You'll, you'll know. We've been sipping on some fucking Sunset Blush by Franzia. It's fucking delicious. Yo, shout out to Franzia. Yeah. For making... Box wine. Bulk wine. Yeah, dog. Well, get you drunk all the same, man. It tastes delicious. Yeah, definitely. Anything else you want to spit into these mics? No, I mean, I just, you know, I, I echo Denzel's statements. Thank you, everybody. It's been real. And uh, we're going to keep on continuing. So, you know, don't be don't be sad about this. Yeah, that's whatever. We hit 100 episodes. That's a fucking landmark. Yeah, really. Uh, and like to be completely honest and like I know I keep sucking my own dick over this, but like every week for two years straight. Yeah, never missed a goddamn episode. Never missed. We one. never hit you with a clip show. Never. Oh. Not once. Like, oh, ooh, we're yo, good at this. let's be real right now. No clip show ever. No, we missed it one day. We were a day late. We, yeah. We were a day late for one episode. Two years. Two years. One day. One day. One day. 100 episodes, dog. Yeah, I'm sucking my own dick over this. I'm fucking <laughs> deep on that self relating Damn, dog. Well, anyway, uh, thanks, everybody, for listening to episode 100 of Real Nerd Hours. We'll talk more about what's coming in the future in future episodes. I think we're going to go up to our actual two-year anniversary. And then, I don't know. I haven't decided. We'll figure it out. Yeah. You'll know. The name will suddenly be different on the RSS feed. And that's really about it. Yep. Uh, all right. Peace. Later.